Hello, welcome to episode 207 of the Casual Try Hard Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm James. And I forgot my tux. <laughs> Darn it. Yeah, it's it's a war show. We're gonna we're gonna give out the golden chads. The golden chads. Bro, this card got me the most beans this year. <laughs> yeah, would we say in the pre-show two two hundred million gold chad gave away? A hundred and thirty four billion. Gold. 134 billion gold Chad I, gave away. Yeah, I only got 400,000 of it. So yeah. uh, he's mad. He, but he's going <laughs> to give out the golden Chads. Yep. Dude, the most broken card this year. <laughs> and he, he became a very bad New Yorker. Yeah. Dude. Dude. Um, so we're going to talk bro. about our our you bro. Bro cards. Beans. Bro. More beans. <laughs> bro morrow. Beans. Unfinity. Bro. <laughs> wow. Um, storm scale. Uh, <laughs> so if you would like to reach out to us on uh, why we got our awards wrong, it's your fault because you didn't reach out to us before to make nominations. Exactly. Uh, you can get all those links in the description below. Yeah. Um, if you're looking to support the show, there's two different ways you can do it. The first is with our TCG player affiliate link. The link is tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com. We all know that you're buying stuff, buying singles, buying sealed product, buying sleeves, buying whatever. Uh, use our affiliate link and you'll help support the show at the same time. Anything you purchase on TCG player after following that link, we will get a cut of and we would appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Also, if you want to support us directly, you can do so at patreon.com slash casual tryhardmtg. If you like the content that we produce and you want to support it and help keep the show going, we would really appreciate it. Uh, head on over to patreon.com slash casual tryhardmtg. You can chip in a couple bucks, whatever you feel like is appropriate for the amount of pleasure you get out of listening to our show every week. And you get access to almost a whole nother show. I'm hesitant to call it a show because it's just us, you know, kind of set setting up for the week and making sure our equipment works and kind of shooting the shit or whatever. But you get an, another hour of that, and uh, you also get access to our show notes, mm-hmm. so you know what the upcoming show is going to be about, and you get put on my mailing list for when I have givebacks, which I will probably do this weekend, hopefully. So they should should be going in the mail soon. So if you want to get in on the sweet givebacks, head on over to patreon.com slash casual and chip in a couple bucks. There we go. All right. Yeah. So let's rock and roll with some awards here. The uh, the Golden Chads. The Golden Chads. It's just a guy who's holding two cans of beans <laughs> on a little pedestal. That's right. You can put one up over your, uh, over your fireplace. It'll look great. Okay, maybe maybe a fistful of magic cards. Yeah, I mean he's standing on the magic cards. He because that's like how oh, he built true. his that's how he's built his empire of beans is on I the back of a beloved children's card game. <laughs> what if you kill the card game, bro? I need beans now, not future <laughs> beans. Beans now. That's right. Okay, I'm be alive forever. <laughs> exactly, bro. What do you mean, the future, bro? Beans now. That's right. You make enough now, you don't have to worry about the future. Exactly. All right. So we asked you guys for what our best episode was. Um, I think the people have spoken, but our our nominees were uh, 
the back in my day cons of Tarkir. Yeah, we had uh, two people chime in and say that that was our best episode of the year. Yeah, so just uh, actually just uh, Whore and Icewater yep. uh, yep. suggested that. And then James uh, wanted to uh, shout out a Murder Watsy wrote. Yeah, I think that was my favorite episode this year. That was the one where I talked about, I kind of went on a rant about how Wizards is purposely trying to kill Standard. It was kind of a conspiracy theory of mine. Yeah, and then Aaron Forthys is like, well, why is Standard dying? And you're like, because you stabbed it in the back, in the hallway, with a knife. Um, but the people have spoken back in my day cons. Yeah, I mean, I th- that was a good episode, too. I think yeah. I kind of like those back-in-my-day episodes. Yeah. They're fun to do. They're fun to remember. And I think it's just, like, we both have, like, that was my first setback. And that was, like, your third or fourth setback. Yeah. And it was, like, it is an all-timer. People still talk about it as, like, one of the better draft yep. formats. And it just, it was really good. Standard was really good. And so I think we look back on it, uh, like, with nostalgia yeah, fondly. Yes, but it is it is fun to talk about, and I'm sure that came through. Yeah, I think so. Did you have a favorite episode this year? Nothing jumps it, it to mind. hard. I mean, we did a lot of them. So. <laughs> 52, by my count. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, sometimes you have to leave before your episode starts because your child is uh, refusing to go to bed, <laughs> and you hear him screaming from downstairs through two closed doors. So, I don't hear any screaming. So no, we're good right now. We're good right now. Yeah. When I went when I went downstairs, he was hiding in the closet from my wife. Oh, <laughs> he wonderful. got out of the closet and closed the door behind him. So, <laughs> so well, that's that's when you hand him a pillow and a blanket and you say good night. Like, here, here, this is your house now. Um, right. All right, we only got one thing for best tangent, uh, but um, I, I kind of agree with it. It's when they murdered Card Conjurer. Yeah, I got kind of heated. And, and you were not having it. Yeah. <laughs> so we I can put... Uh, like, I think that's kind of what makes a rant, is it's like, you know, off the cuff and... Yeah. Like, not planned or whatever. So it's also kind of hard for me to remember my rants. And I think I go on a lot more rants <laughs> than you do. So <laughs> You just black out and rage to rock, and then you come back. Rage well, monster. Well, well, what was what, that? What happened over the last five minutes? Uh, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. Uh, may, maybe the golden... Maybe I should just get you like a can of baked beans that I spray paint gold, and then you can put it behind you. <laughs> Since this is your uh, golden Chad, you have a golden can of beans. Um... So here are here are things. Uh, card of the year um, got a few more um, uh, suggestions. Yeah. yeah, and it's funny that card of the year and worst card out of the year had a lot of overlap. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's like there's overlap in a lot of these categories, mm-hmm. I think, and. Like, I, I understand why. We'll talk about why. Yeah. So I guess it's how you, like, when you, like, we just say card of the year, and it's how are you defining it, right? right? Is it the card you had the most fun with, the design you thought was the most interesting? Is it the card that had the biggest impact? Mm-hmm. And uh, so, like, uh, absent posterior, I'm sorry, buddy, uh, uh, went with 
Shivan Devastator, the red X dragon with flying in haste. Yeah. And like, cause he's like, cause, uh, because big red mana sink dragon does big damage. That is a card this person had fun with. <laughs> right. Right. It is, would not be anywhere near my list for card of the year though. Yeah. I mean, I understand like if you're, it's a fun you know, card. It's your thing. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I won some cube uh, draft games recently by being like, oh, if I play this for five mana, they just die. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Um, then uh, Leaf Crowned Elder from Actually Just Whore. Yeah. Uh, the, the reasoning was I play elves. They play a lot of elves, yep. And it is like the best elf we've printed in a long time. Yep. And, um, right, like it is a card that has like touch the motor formats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I threw in a few. Um, I threw in one also. Yeah. So we've... we've <laughs> yeah, he says. Yeah. <laughs> As you're he not, you, at the bottom of the list. You're, you're not You're not wrong. Yeah. Um, unlicensed hers. Right? Like, Fair. it's just been... Like, it's ubiquitous. a sideboard card, but it is just a ubiquitous card that's showing up all over the place. Like, it's had a big impact in standard explorer modern even legacy it shows up like it's a card that has just kind of been everywhere yeah i don't know if i'd call it like card of the year though yeah it is uh, like like a solid role player that does its job very well and mm -hmm. like you said has touched a whole bunch of formats and a whole bunch of decks but i don't i don't know that it deserves card of the year it it probably doesn't but yeah uh then we have Fable of the Mirror Breaker, mm-hmm. right? It, it sh- it's a card that is showing off a mechanic that was like kind of a mix of a, a mechanic that has been around for a little bit with sagas with a new mm-hmm. twist on them, making like the backside something. Um, if you play Mountain, you play this card. It is also a reason for you to play Mountain. Yeah, th- this is a lot more of a front runner for card of the mm-hmm. year than I think unlicensed hearses. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, for all of the reasons that you said, it's super efficient at what it does. It leaves bodies behind all over the place. It, it is a reason to play red. Yeah. I mean, and again, like it's played in like the black red deck is red mainly. I feel like for this and blood tithe harvester, but I, I think if there wasn't fable, they don't play Blood Tithe Harvester. Yeah, probably not. Um, I guess Bone Crusher Giant's in there, but like Mono Black gets a lot of the same stuff. Mm-hmm. It has better mana. Um, it's like a powerhouse in like the the red Stompy decks in Legacy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it has like a home in Modern. I mean, it gets played, but I think there's like a deck that you're just like, oh, this is the Fable deck. I don't know that it's that kind of card, though. Like, it's not. It's not like a build around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, each of its parts are efficient on their own. Like the two-two body when it comes down, that like m- might make you a treasure the next turn is oddly relevant. The looting two cards away is relevant. There's decks that play Fable just to loot two mm-hmm. cards away with a second chapter. Um, the and then the third chapter making the kiki jiki is like icing on the cake. Yeah. Um, 
but I don't think any of those parts individually are like, oh, build around me, other than like maybe the third chapter. Yeah. Well, what I mean by like, you know, Black Red is the like main deck that Fable goes in and like Explorer or Pioneer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mono Red Prison is the main deck that like um, Fable goes, goes in and like- Legacy. Like, there's not, like, a what is the main deck that Fable goes in. I guess, like, Creativity is kind of its yeah. deck. Yeah. So that's, I, I mean... mean I, if, like, if midrange ever comes back, though, like, this is probably going to be in whatever midrange mm-hmm. deck ever comes back. Um, what about our what about our next card here? Um, the next card is Besaju. And I don't think it's fair to call out any of the channel lands individually. You think they should all be like a group? I think they should all be a group, yeah. Obviously, some of them are better than others, but they're all good for the same reason. Mm -hmm. They're just like a free roll. Yes. It's a spell stapled to a land that you don't ever have to worry about being counterspelled. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt downside to running any of them so was that Atawara or yeah Gaidu or whatever like obviously some are better than others but I don't there's no downside to running them so I don't think it's fair to call out just besides you I think they should all be right there fair um again is like there a reason that you had just besides you because I feel of... like besides you is by far the most powerful mm-hmm. and like its effect is more impactful and showing up more places, right? Yeah. Like, it is just, like, uh, it's made Lotus Field, like, maybe one of the best decks, if not the best deck in Pioneer, because what hate are you supposed to play? Because they can just Sylvan Scrying for their right. Besaju. Um, so you can't play any permanent-based hate. Um, it's in, like, any deck that plays Forest just has a Besaju. So kind of like any deck that plays Mountain has a Fable, and if it plays yep. Forest has a Besaju. And again, like, you know, there are a bunch of, like, like you said, like, there's a bunch of Legacy decks that are like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm Elves, I guess I have, like, two Besaju's. I'm yeah. eight Mulch, I have three Besaju's. Right, like, you just have, like, that card that's, like, you know, kind of, it's just an Assassin's Trophy. Mm-hmm. Basically. And it's like, oh, like, I had to play two colors for that and it could get countered. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, no, you just get to play one color for it and you can find it off an expedition map. Right. So just the fact that it's, again, like, ubiquitous and powerful. Mm-hmm. Nope. I gotcha. Uh, you want to talk about my favorite boy ever? <laughs> I was hoping you were going to try and say it. Shieldred the Apocalypse? Oh, no. See, you selected the next one. I, what do you mean I selected the next one? <laughs> when you were going through the notes, you oh. selected the next so, one. So, uh, Ledger Shredder? <laughs> yeah. There I go. Uh, so, Ledger Shredder, uh, I think I put it down for, like, my least favorite card or worst card of the year because, in paper, no one's hitting these triggers all the time. Right. Um. Yeah, it's just an awkward card to play in paper. Yeah. I don't know if it's still, like... I think it's fallen out of favor in Delver. 
The, there okay. was like a brief period where it was like in Delver decks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one again. It's like a. It is a twenty twenty two or twenty nineteen forward magic card where like if it resolves and you don't immediately kill it, you die. Yeah. Right. Like oh, like they play it on turn two and you like make the mistake of playing two spells on your next turn. Oh, they got card filtering and it got bigger. Oh, then they played two... Oh, now it's a 3-5 flyer that they spent two mana on, and you're like, oh, no. I guess I'm dead now. It, um... The reason I included it for card of the year... I mean, it's good, and I think you just made all the points for why it's good. But the reason I wanted to include it here is kind of something that we talk about when we do the, uh... Like, the set review episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, and this effect on a card is always powerful and it's something that blue doesn't always have a ton of access to and that's putting cards in your yard mm-hmm. uh and like the way ledger shredder does it it's putting specific cards in your yard so if you're playing any kind of reanimator strategy or dredge or you know anything where you want to put like dig through your deck and put pieces in your graveyard uh, Ledger Shredder's your boy, and it opens up blue to have access to that ability, where typically that's like a black-green ability. Yeah, or, I mean, maybe you could even think about it as, like, being also, like, the, the like, stand-in for, like, connive cards in general, because, like, Rafine's Informant yeah. gives white the right. ability to loot, which yep. white had never really had before. Right. Yeah, we talked about that in our uh, yeah. set review episode. And I guess Ledger Shredder is a way to like illustrate the like, oh hey, it's like a cheap card that gives you card selection. Maybe we mm-hmm. should pay, repeatable card selection. Maybe we should pay attention to it more. Yep. And then Shieldred. Then we have Shieldred. Yeah. Um, we. Uh, I think we missed this one. <laughs> I think everyone kind of did. Yeah. Like it does die to removal, but it. Also, like always, almost always gets you for two on the way out the door. Yeah, and like the removal is structured in such a way right now, at least you know in the newer formats that uh, it's not super easy to hit the shieldred with the removal no. like immediately. Um, but just the way the format's structured, the way the removal's structured, it's uh, it's per- not very often that your opponent like jams a shieldred and you're like, I'll oh, kill it. I, I usually get some value out of it. I often um, have, uh, like, I will hold Leyline Bindings for it. I'll be like, oh, they're like they're going to play a Shieldred here. I have to make sure I have a Leyline Binding to get it. Yeah. Uh, Arena now puts a stop in your upkeep if your opponent has a Shieldred. They do. Because, uh, like, that Shieldred got, uh, got way more life than it should have off of yeah. me. From not ha- from arena like from them like resolving it past the turn and then I take two and I'm like I, I had I had an answer right uh, but yeah again like uh, pioneer card I don't think that modern is the format for it right now uh, no but, but I wouldn't be surprised if it showed up and yeah at some point deck lists. but I was gonna say that like uh, Shieldred also um, making its way to legacy turning mm-hmm. like like basically shieldred makes all these garbage mono black decks like tier 2.5 just by the fact that it's in the deck yeah um 
Well, right? I mean, it's like, pretty good against Brainstorm. Oh, right? yeah, you resolve a shield <laughs> and then they just take six off their Brainstorm. It's like, yeah, you, yeah. you, you won that exchange. Yep. Um, uh, gosh. It, like, I don't know, like, I don't like designs kind of like Narset that are like, you can't do thing. I agree. Or like, doing base operation in the game is bad. Like, mm-hmm. Underworld Dreams is annoying. But Underworld Dreams is not attached to a four or five. Right. Right. It was like, oh, like you just Underworld Dreams me, which is annoying. And now I just like, I'm like, oh, I could dig to the answer, but it's going to kill me to dig to the answer. And it's like, could we, could we not? Yeah. I mean, that's the, I don't know, the, the tough part about it or the, uh, I think what puts it over the top is if you don't already have the answer in your hand, like you're going to lose life points trying to find the answer. Mm-hmm. And like the decks it goes in are like red black that can have like aggressive starts and those like life points add up. Yeah. Um. So what are we what are we gonna give it to? Um. I like your argument about fable. I think my thought was I think it's fable. Like yeah. fable is is like has enabled a bunch of decks that wouldn't really exist because like think about all the like creativity decks and mm-hmm. trans uh is it transmogrify the the red the red yeah. card right like all these like basically polymorph decks that like it enables mm-hmm. right it goes in control decks to be a creature that still lets you play stupid kahira yep. um it's like in every format and like it i think it was the defining card of this year I think so too. Right, like because everything was built around like kind of like, you know, when Bone Crusher Giant Standard was kind of warped around like you can't play something with two toughness because you get Bone Crushered. Right. Right. Like Fable was just like oh like you know everyone's playing Fable. Yep. Right. You're like oh like your opponent plays a Fable and it fl- and it goes to chapter two and you're like oh I'm losing now. <laughs> right. Yeah. You play a Fable and your and your opponent like besages it so you don't get the the loot and you're like well thank you for the ramp yep right so yeah let's say Besaju. let's say Besaju. let's say uh the, the little goblins get this uh uh chad holds a can of bean and eat beans in each hand one for kiki's reflection and one for uh, and one for the <laughs> goblin they can just yep. eat up <laughs> all right all right next up we have product of the year um we did have some decent products this year. Um, yeah, I mean, if you have a hundred, you got to hit with a few. <laughs> yeah, a couple of them. Um, two of two of the nominations here are standard set releases, and mm-hmm. one of them is another set release, not a standard set release, which kind of says something since most of the releases this year were not this type of product. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, draw so- that as you will. So we had two nominations for Kamigawa Neon Dynasty. Um, the limited environment was good. Yep. Uh, probably one of the best ones this year. Um, the flavor was good. Mm-hmm. The mechanics car- were fun. Mechanics were fun. The cards were playable. Like, you know, you, like, again, it gave you Fable. It gave us Greasy Boy. Yep. Right, which like was its own archetype unto itself. Yep. Uh, the Wandering Emperor. 
mm-hmm. right? Like all in all, it had a lot of cards that are seeing play a lot of places, and like overall, just like the whole package of the set was really good. Yep, I agree. Um, yeah. We also have a nomination here for Dominaria United. Mm-hmm. Um, the reasoning was versatile utility cards. Yeah, so like I think that like uh like what is it? Uh the the bounce spell Rona's whatever, Rona's Vortex. Yeah. Right? You have oh gosh, Terra Sunder. Mm-hmm. Where you have like a bunch of cards that are just like generally good. You also get like Squee and yeah. um Shieldred. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, the domain stuff was good and fun. It was good. I like the domain stuff. Uh, Shadow Prophecy is a modern playable card. Yep. Um, just like there's just like a bunch of like uncommons that were like bangers, mm-hmm. and commons that were just like good. Leyline Binding, which is saving legacy according to Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> um, right. So there's just a lot of um, a lot of good useful pieces. The flavor kind of missed me. Like, it was just kind of, yeah. like, gen- generic, like, Dominaria stuff. Yeah, and that was kind of something that uh, Kamigawa had in spades. Mm-hmm. Like, Kamigawa was all flavor. It was dripping out of every card. Yeah. And DMU was just kind of, like, generic-ish magic set that had, like, you know, Domain is a good mechanic, Kicker, which we have every set, right. and uh, just with a different name. Secret kicker. Secret kicker. Yeah. And then Icewater suggested Jumpstart 2022. And I will be 100% honest, I know zero about this product. I know that they reprinted Karn in the Tron Lands. Okay. That's, That's right. That's all it, I know about this product. Yeah. So I uh, do not have a great frame of reference to to talk about this. Which may yeah. like that we are kind of you and I are kind of insulated as like into like arena as like the way we've been interacting with magic, mm-hmm. uh, and like so if something doesn't come to arena, well, so I I played a bunch of the first Jumpstart, mm-hmm. and I actually I have some on my shelf over here. Um, the first Jumpstart was a lot of fun. I haven't heard a ton of bad things about this jump start so i'm assuming it's equally as fun mm-hmm. which is a pretty good thing yeah i know but it's one of those it, it is a product that has the problem of it is primarily a, like a face-to-face lgs kind of yeah. product and yeah. i don't know how much face-to-face lgs is going on Correct. like in the wider community So, I feel pretty comfortable giving it to Kamigawa. Yeah, I do too. Right, I think, think like, if you you look back at this year, and you're like, oh, like, here were the sets and the products, like, what was the thing you remember? It's got to be Kamigawa in, like, three years. Yep. Right, you're like, oh, yeah, that set was really cool, blah, 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 Fable the Mirror Breaker, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. Right. All right. Uh... We have some nominees, and then we have, like, I think maybe a clear winner. I don't know. Uh, for most broken card of the year. Okay. Uh, Absent Posterior suggested Jink Ataxius. Uh, 
process tyrant. So just the like counter the first like yeah. non breaking. Yeah, non creature, non uh planeswalker spell your opponent casts and double the first one you cast. Mm-hmm. If it gets on the battlefield, it is backbreaking, but it wasn't something that like saw a ton of play. Well, it, I mean, it's hard to get on the battlefield. Yeah, when it's cost seven mana. Seven mana. So um, you've like you got to be doing something. I don't know. I don't want to say doing something wrong, but something unfair. Not, yeah, your plans have not come to fruition if your opponent has seven mana and resolves a Jenga Texas. So. I was definitely reanimating this guy. Yeah, and then reanimating two friends at one point. That yeah. was good. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it is like unanswerable and oppressive. Like, do you have two removal spells for me? Oh, mm-hmm. you don't. Oh, well, sorry. Um, I have um, White Plume Adventurer. Perhaps. Just as like a general placeholder for the initiative mechanic. Yeah, it might just be all initiative. This is the best one. This is the two and a white. Like, I think it's a three, three. That like attacks and explores and gets protection from creatures, mm-hmm. uh, and gives you the initiative. Um, maybe it's not fair to kind of lump them all together, but like all the stand, all the common initiative cards got banned in Popper, right? Like a week and a half, two weeks after they came out on Magic Online, they were just like, can't do this anymore. Yeah, and initiative is currently taking over Legacy, so. Yeah, like, to the point where, like, people are, like, playing the bad blue ones because they're, like, uh, I think I saw two decks in a row from, uh, like, uh, Raven U and then, like, the Epic Storm where they're, like, playing, like, some, like, comboy nonsense where they're just, like, let me staple some blue and white or just blue initiative creatures onto this. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, just, like, White Plume Adventurer being the best of the initiative creatures and initiative mm-hmm. being by far the most broken uh, mechanic. mechanic of the year. Yeah. Then we have what I'm assuming is your nomination. It was. It was. Yeah. Fable of the Mirror Breaker. Mm-hmm. It was uh, you and Icewater both recommended this one uh, for all of the same reasons that it was above, right? Yeah. Fable is just like unavoidable uh, as yeah. as a card like this. And uh, I had a nomination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all of the channel lands for all of the same reasons as above. Yeah, like I think I think they're broken in different ways. Like the channel lands, I think are broken because they're just like a free roll. They have no cost. You're getting something right. for There's free. No right, you're getting the option. You're getting the flexibility for free. Right. Your forest also kills a thing. Your mountain also makes a guy. Your swamp also raises something from the dead. Yeah. It's, it is. So we talked about this last year, maybe, or maybe earlier this year, where PK was saying that, oh, like prismatic and en- prismatic ending should maybe be banned, but it's not the kind of card that gets banned. Right. right, like, how bad can a removal spell be? It's like, well, it's a removal spell that kills everything in the format. Right. Right? And the channel lands are innocuous. Mm-hmm. You don't think of them as being broken because none of the effects are 
broken. Right. But if you think of them as like, I get like to play two to four um, split card land spells in my deck. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would say most of them are f- competitively costed. Though I feel like Besaju just like they took a man off of it for some reason compared to everything else, right? Your winner, yeah, yeah. But like, like Ottawara's four, which isn't great, but fine. Takanuma is it three, or is I it think four? It's three, yeah. yeah, um, not great, but fine. The red one is four, and then there's like mm-hmm. Besaju, you could be two. Yep. Like why? Um. So, but yeah, like I think they're like you know, they are sneaky problematic. Mm-hmm. They're not like in your face problematic. If that makes any sense. Yeah, no, yeah. I a hundred percent understand what you're saying, and I agree. So, what do you think? I'm I'm leaning White Plume Adventurer, though. Fable is again another one of those sneaky cards that might be broken, but is the effect. Well, I- is a bunch of little things that add up to a lot, but again, it doesn't like hit you over the head. Yeah, I was gonna say Fable and the Channel Lands, I think, are in the same like they're neck and neck because mm-hmm. they're both kind of the same card. They're not both over the top broken, but I do think that they both change the game for formats where they're legal, mm-hmm. which is kind of what you're looking for in a broken card. Um. I don't know if it's fair to give it to White Plume Adventurer either, though, because that's a stand-in for a whole mechanic. Yeah, that's a stand-in for a whole mechanic. It's not a broken card. It's like the mechanic in general. So that's I don't think that's really fair to give give the broken card to a mechanic. Fair. So I don't know. This one's kind of tough. It might be Fable, like... Just because of like how dominant it has been in standard, and in pioneer, and in mod, like it 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 is like the it's kind of like Smuggler's Copter, right? Yeah. Where any deck since every deck could play a Smuggler's Copter, every deck did. Right now there is a deck building constraint of Mountain. Right, but any deck that can play Mountain and then decks are going out of their way to play Mountain for it. Mm-hmm. And that is usually a sign of, like, a busted card. So maybe we just do Fable again, the card of the year and the most broken card. <laughs> sure, I mean, I guess that's kind of fitting, right? Yeah, I mean, the, these goblins are going to have, like, a pallet of beans by the time it's done. <laughs> so many beans. Each each goblin has a Chad. <laughs> Chad's just going to be standing on a pile of goblins. Yeah, I wonder... Unfortunately, like I guess, like a, a a golden chad is kind of like an equipment. So the the kiki jiki when it copies the goblin uh, doesn't also yeah. copy copy the chad. Yeah. But but that's fine. It's fine. They can share. The hundreds <laughs> of goblins can share. Well, maybe Kiki copied the chad, and that's why he. Oh yeah. There you go. All right. What is the most um, broken? Uh, uh, product of the year. I don't, I don't know. This is tough, right? Yeah, I don't think we had. 
when I cuz when I think of broken products, I think of like Modern Horizons or Throne of Eldraine. And mm-hmm. I don't think we had anything on the level of Commander or uh, Throne of Eldraine or Modern Horizons this year. No, there isn't something that you're going to like look back and go like all the mechanics in this set were dumb. Yeah. Like you know, they they forgot to play, play test like seven of these cards. Yeah. Like again, like the the rare adventure creatures. Mm-hmm. Uh oh gosh, Oko. Oko. Um Fires of Invention. Yeah. Uh the Once uncommon time. Once upon a time, yeah. The uncommon that one because they banned it immediately. Yeah, the uncommons that uh that powered adventure. Right. Right, like mystical, uh, mystic sanctuary. Is it mystical sanctuary? Mystic sanctuary. Mystic yeah. sanctuary. Yeah, like that set just had like a million cards that were like, did anyone play these before they went out the door? <laughs> so we don't have something like that. But I will say, someone took this in a very interesting direction. So first, we'll talk about like some actual products here. So Commander's Legends, Baldur's Gate. Yep. It, this kind of falls into maybe just um, actual Thor thinking about, like, this was not a Commander's Legends product. It was, like, the most... If you take Broken as, like, non-functional for what it was supposed to do, <laughs> if it was yes, supposed to add... Com- most broken. Yeah. If it was supposed... And if you think about, like, the initiative, that is... Yeah. I mean, it's not really fair to call it a Broken product for a broken mechanic but I, I mean you could call like like throne like if there was just adventure i think you could call adventure that set would still be broken well you don't call kaladesh broken because of energy like kaladesh wasn't a broken set energy I, was nuts I, I think the, i think the difference is that like kaladesh existed in standard and energy yeah. didn't go anywhere else. Right? Like, yeah. you get stomped in modern. You get your you get your thing bounced with uh, Brazen Borrower and Legacy. Yeah. Your Delver, uh, twice in one video, you're, uh, you're the Thraben U guy, and you get your Merit Lage bounced by a Brazen <laughs> Borrower from your Delver player game one. Well, they only have one. They usually have a one of Brazen Borrower. Like as long as they don't have no two <laughs> two matches later. I'm not going to say anything this time. Come on, you got to be kidding me. So like maybe not, but like the only thing you're going to remember about Commander's Legends Baldur's Gate is um, we learned that if there's a mechanic, people oh Minskin Boo is also in this set. Oh, that's true. Minskin Boo also Minskin dumb. Boo. Uh, is if there's a mechanic that people are talking about that isn't on Magic Online yet, buy those cards. Yeah. Before before they spike when the legacy people get a hold of them. Uh, not that I know who you're not that I know who you're going to sell them to after they spike, but <laughs> um, and uh, right and like you remember the initiative and the fact yeah. that it wasn't really a commander's product. Mm-hmm. Um, and then absent posterior was like you know. You know, it was really broken. Watsy PR. 
I mean, I guess that's kind of a product, right? It was something that Wizards made. Something they made and sent out, and they were just like, hey, Blake, do you want to, like, have a terrible time? I think the difference, though, is that we didn't have to buy it. <laughs> yeah, I skipped a lot. I skipped I skipped a lot of weekly MTGs. Um, yeah. but I did not uh, buy this product. Absent was, like, basically the fireside chat made enemies out of their customers. It sure did. And uh, this was the... Uh, the group that gave us the this product is not for you slash like yeah. well you don't have to engage with every magic product for uh, for uh, so like just because you don't like this product doesn't mean it shouldn't exist is basically yeah. it the uh, the worst part about that fireside chat in like I don't even we didn't really talk about the fireside chat on here did we like I think we talked about it a little uh, bit but we didn't really devote an episode to it um, but I think the worst part about the fireside chat was it was kind of billed as oh yeah we're gonna listen to what you guys have to say Mm -hmm. and what we got was just an investor meeting it was like anybody was expecting that to be an investor meeting yeah basically it was a uh um like some of the responses i heard were like i think we mentioned like when people were talking about uh overprinting and they were just like oh uh, there's no indications that we've printed too many products. And it's like, well, no, 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 that's not what we mean by overprinting. Try again. Right. And it was just like like people being like obtuse in businessy yeah. in, in an environment where it did not serve them to be obtuse in businessy. But if you have fought and clawed your way to the top of a major uh, corporation like Hasbro, you know no other way to be but obtuse in businessy. <laughs> Just ask Chad. Yeah. It's like, uh, Chris, uh, I'm your eight-year-old kid. Can I go to the bathroom? Well, you know, there are some pros and cons of uh, using the lavatory system here <laughs> at the Casa de uh, Cook. Um, let's go over some of those now, shall we? Yeah. 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 So when it was basically like, bro. We made enough beans. We want to make more beans. Yeah. Bro, everything we did, awesome. It's like, oh, we have some con- we have some concerns. Bro, beans. <laughs> beans? Beans? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bro, you nerds are going to keep buying everything I make. Shut up. I'm just going to make more stuff. You're just going to keep yeah, exactly. buying it. <clears throat> yeah. Unless I charge a thousand dollars a pack, <laughs> you are going to buy all of this stuff. Hey, they so, tried. Yeah, so shut up. Stop complaining. I'm gonna make more stuff. Yeah. Ooh, here's secret layer transformers. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Making um, the nostalgia. Yeah. Um I do like the argument. That one, Commander's Legends uh, Baldur's Gate was an actual product that was produced <laughs> in hopes of it selling. And two, like, the combination of here's Minsk and Boo, here's a mechanic that has, like, rotated two formats to the point where they had to ban it out of one entirely. Yeah. And it wasn't a Commander Legends product. Right. Right. If this was just, like, you know, Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, like Baldur's Gate, 
set. Yeah. I don't think people would have been nearly as mad at it. Mm. But then they they were promised like you know they thought they were gonna get duck side extortionist and stuff, and then it was like oh no no, that card's in the twelve dollar booster packs that we're releasing three weeks later. Right. And it's like but but I wanted in the Commander Legends product that was supposed to be like the one I got two years ago. Mm-mm. No 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 no. Those commander cards are this double masters product. Go buy that. Right. So what do you think you want to give this one to? I think Commander Legends. It does have the okay. distinct uh the distinct distinction of being a product. <laughs> it does. It is the only product that was nominated. It is the only product that was nominated. And uh it does have some broken elements. It's kinda hard to to differentiate most broken product and not have it bleed into like worst product because yeah. i was like oh there's another product that was I was like no no that's a worst product it wasn't broken it was just bad <laughs> all right so we've gone from the best the most powerful the most broken and now we're going into the worst the worst card of the year so again like the worst card of the year is probably the, like, two-mana fog that only fogs creatures with <laughs> CMC three or less from yeah. the Brothers War. Like, a fog that's not even good enough to fog everything. It only fogs, like, the fog's only, like, three feet high. Anything they can <laughs> see over that? G- yeah, if, if you're short your enough, you can see the... are a little damp. F- that's all you get. Yeah, if you can... If, you, if your head is over the fog, no impact to you. Uh, yep. But this is more like... What are, like, the kind of the most miserable, terrible cards to play against? Like, the least fun things. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a lot of overlap between best card, most <laughs> broken card, card, and worst card. Uh, Weird. Yeah, you put Ledger Shredder like as... highly contentious. Yes, you put Ledger Shredder as one of the best cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have it as one of the worst cards. Yep. Right. I mean, I understand. It always feels terrible when, like, you cast your second spell and, like, the trigger pops up on Arena and you go, like, oh, yeah, I guess I get to loot because of that. Dang it. Uh, Or, like, you know, they've gone through, like, 12 more cards in their deck than you. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, oh. Like, they played that and got it outside of, like, Fry range. Or they played it and I couldn't, like, Leyline Pining it. So I lost. Right, it is very much like a modern magic card where, like, did it resolve? It did. Did you have an immediate answer for it? I did not. So you lose. You lose. And it's like, oh, I play answers for it. I just didn't have one in my hand. Well, right. sucks to suck. And it's like, it's like, you didn't build your deck poorly. You just did not have, like, and sometimes it's just like it resolves, it dies, and we move on with life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but even when that happens, like, the person isn't punished for it. Yeah. Like they just played a two mana creature and it died. Like that happens all the time. Right. They traded one for one. And in all reality, you probably paid more mana to deal mm-hmm. with it than they paid to resolve it. It If it would have been like a one, two, yeah. like then it could be like, um, what is it called? Uh, play, play with fire could get it. Yeah. Stomp could get it in older formats. But having three toughness just puts it in this weird spot where it like really like narrows the removal that can deal with it. Mm-hmm. 
and just like yeah i mean you have strangled but that's assuming that your opponent doesn't have a follow-up spell yeah the way they do yeah they don't immediately go like on turn three this and then consider yeah and then just like oh okay i guess and even when they do that even if they discard a land it's like oh their hand's better than it was oh i should have included consider in this list no consider was from last year like oh that's right yeah that's right it came out in the fall it came out in 21 yep yeah it was another like one of the one of the worst products i was like oh yeah like that was a product from this year that feels like a million years ago (laughs) um yeah but it's just one of those things in like it feels like just a really bad design for paper because, like I said, like, like yeah. I feel like it's a trigger that's going to be missed a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> easily missable. Easily missable, especially, and it's not intuitive. Like, it's a trigger that's easy to miss, and it's not an intuitive trigger. Right. Like, I think that if I were playing it, I would hit the triggers that from when I was casting spells. Because be like, oh, okay, I got to cast two spells to trigger my. Ledger Shredder, and then my opponent, like, on their turn is, like, opt a removal spell, and I'm just, like, he goes in the trash can, and, like, I don't even think about, like, (laughs) oh, yeah, I was supposed to get a trigger off of that removal spell. Oops. Um, I'll uh, grab this next one, because I think it goes in with my nomination here. Okay. Uh, The next nomination is Shieldred. Um... And the reason that I wanted to talk about it real quick is because, like it says here, it's a card that just kind of punishes you for playing the game. Um, but there's a lot of stuff in Mono Black that I think fits this bill. Mm-hmm. Um, like they've been kind of moving white into kind of a new direction as far as Color Pie goes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're specifically moving black in the direction the Color Pie goes because it's not really breaking Color Pie. Um, but it seems like all of the powerful cards Black has been getting lately are just super backbreaking and punishing. Like mm-hmm. Invoke Despair, Shieldred, Lily. Like they're all cards that are just completely backbreaking. Graveyard Trespasser. Like, oh, Graveyard, would you like to remove yeah, me? I'm a, I'm a hard two for one if you remove me with targeted removal. Exactly. Uh, like Misery Shadow doesn't yep. seem, but it's just like, oh. They played this on two, and I can't kill it with damage-based removal. Mm-hmm. And if I don't have a blocker, maybe I just take five on turn three. Yep. And then turn four, they play a shield and I'm like, oh, which one do I kill? <laughs> I don't know which one to kill. I guess I'm dead now. There's no correct answer there. Yeah, because like I've had red-black like play Misery Shadow game two, and I'm just like, huh, well, that's a problem. Yeah. Uh yeah, but like and we're we're getting uh uh Frexian Obliterator. Mm-hmm. In the next Again, set. another card that's like impossible to deal with, completely backbreaking it if it resolves. Yeah, I, I think w- when we saw that not spoiled, a fan of like what black is doing here. When we saw that spoiled, I was like like I don't think you're allowed to play red in standard. Because yeah. like if red decks get too good, you just go from four shieldreds to two and you play some obliterators and they can never use any of their removal against you. Right. Right. They can also never attack you. Yeah. It's just like, uh, okay. Um, so yeah, I, 
I dislike Shieldred and like I kind of I agree that like some of the black cards like Invoke Despair was one of my least favorite cards of the year. Mm-hmm. It just felt like why is black like doming me and drawing cards? Like why do they have just like a hard three for one in their deck? Yeah. Like this makes no sense. Um so yeah, but Shieldred and just general mono black crap. Uh mm-hmm. Not being fun. And then... Gala Greeters. From Icewater. Did Icewater give us an explanation? Or just general, like, I hate Gala Greeters? I think it was just general, I hate Gala Greeters. Fair. I don't get the hate. I think it's a fine card. I mean, it's not a... Like, I guess I could see, like... If you were, like, you were expecting it to do way more than it did... Oh, yeah, like being let down by it. Yeah, where you're like, oh, it's going to give me mana every time I play a creature. Well, next turn it gives you mana. Yeah. And, right, okay, like, it does a bunch of little stuff, but none of it adds up to enough in modern magic. Right. Right, like, the fact that you have to, like, wait, like, you get the mana on the installment plan. Yeah. Like, well, that's not fun. It only gains you life once a turn. It yeah, it's counter once a turn. Yeah, like it, like you can't just like pick the one you want to do, which is I guess mana every time. Um. So, hmm. Like I really hate Ledger Shredder and Shieldred. It's like too hard to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and it's not fair to give give a whole category the worst card of the year. So. Yeah, I think it's one of those two. I, I really. In my mind, Gallagher has done nothing wrong. It's just it's just chilling <laughs> there, like being sad that it's not better. I agree. I don't think it's Gallagher's. Oh, I guess if we're gonna do one more. Like this is a like, uh, um, a like sneaky one. Uh oh, gosh, what is it called? The Angel, the two one Angel. Giada. No, 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 no. Two and a white, two one flying, ETB draw card, gain a life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Something overseer. Whatever. I don't remember. Uh, Like, that card ruined an entire limited environment. Mm -hmm. Right? You would, like, jump ship on your, like, draft four picks in if you got (laughs) past uh, uh, the overseer. It's not angelic overseer, is it? No, I don't think so. Uh, Inspiring overseer? Maybe inspiring overseer. Right, but like that, like card ruined in it. Uh, uh, boom, uh, inspiring overseer. Correct. Like that card ruined an entire limited environment. Not that limited environment needed much to be ruined more than it was. <laughs> yeah. But like that card was just like the worst in terms of like what it did to that format. Yeah. But the card that like. Ledger Shredder and Shieldred, I'm going to be hating for much longer because I'm going to be playing against them for much longer. Yeah. We've probably only just begun to hate Shieldred. And it still has time to uh, make us really despise it. So let's give it to Shieldred. Yeah, I mean, Shieldred also is... People were using it as a win con in um, Vintage Cube. Yeah. Where you play it and then you wheel your opponent. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, Shieldred. I hate that card. Yep. Like worst product. Oh, sorry, he had more. I was just gonna say, like, it's just like the design is so unfun. 
Like, what is it? Yeah. It's kind of like Narset. Like, if we did this when Narset came out, like, Narset would have won that because it's like, what What do you want to do in a game of Magic? Oh, I want to draw some cards. You know. Right. No, you can't. You're being punished for playing the game. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. All right. Yep. Uh, I, I added some... So... I think we're going to divide this into two categories. We can we can mass produce these uh, um, these golden Chad statues, so it's fine. Okay. So worst product of the year, uh, there were a few nominations: uh, absent, posterior, ice water, yourself, and me. It wasn't on there. Uh, all voted Magic Thirty. Yes. So I think we should do a worst product Magic Thirty. And a worse product that was not Magic 30. <laughs> right? It's so bad it gets its own category. Yeah. I mean, like, this might just become the Magic 30 award. Yeah. Right? Oh, like, yeah. Right? Like, because there is not going to... I can't imagine a product worse than this that yeah. will spawn that will spawn as many, like, do not buy this videos... This product's awful videos. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh! players having to take down videos. <laughs> like, yeah. there was a cottage industry for a month of just 360 windmill dunking on Magic 30. Mm-hmm. Right? Magic 30 was so bad that the CEO of Hasbro had to come get up by the fire, get down by his uh, by the fireplace and read us some spreadsheets. Right? <laughs> On the night before Magic 30. On the night before Magic 30, and all through the company, not a creature was stirring, not even a Chad Pro. <laughs> we thought we were going to sell 10,000 packs, but instead we only sold 2,000. Not all of our racks. <laughs> not even one rack. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I think that, like, Magic 30 is just so atrocious the price point they're not legal uh the price point again um well i mean it was the damage it did to the game it's not just that it was a bad product but it like i think in every aspect damaged the game yeah like just this product existing made magic a worse game in terms of like what cards Everything. are legal like do i feel exploited by the company like mm-hmm. We know deep down somewhere that when we stop at a McDonald's and we spend eight dollars on like a quarter pounder meal, that it's they spent that is bad that they spent three dollars to make it. They're paying the yeah. person that's giving it to you not enough money. People are being exploited, but it's yeah. not like when you order it, Ronald like pops up on the little menu screen and gives you the bird. Right, <laughs> right. They don't just put it like right in your face, like we are exploiting you, you idiot. Yeah. And this product, and we all know that. Like, uh, I was listening to Arena Decklist, and Jerry was like, "It's like I think I saw somewhere that like the cost to make a pack is like thirty nine cents." Right. And like, probably about right. Right. Deep down, we all know that like we're buying like a nickel's worth of cardboard. In like twenty five cents worth of Morrow's time, and um, like, but we do it anyway. But they're like, they're doing it like four dollars and fifty cents at a time. Yeah, right. This was just like, 
Yeah, we're going to just pull that whole facade down. And we are just going to be like, F you, pay us. What's a stupid number we could put on the price yeah. of this booster pack? A thousand dollars? That's the number. Right. It, it, like, it's one of those things that it's like, it couldn't have just been like one coked up like executive on like the fifth floor. Right. Mm-hmm. It had to be multiple people that okayed this. Like multiple people went into a room, someone said a thousand dollars, and they all didn't just laugh. Yeah. Right. So real real quick while we're on this topic. Anybody who's listening to this show, I want you to go back and watch the announcement video for this project and tell me it doesn't look like Maro and whoever the lady that was with her weren't was being it, like forced to say it, good things about the product at gunpoint. Uh wasn't wasn't Kibler involved in this as well? It was like Kibler and uh Oh, she goes like, but she goes by Liliana something on Twitter. Mm, I, I don't know. It was two people from Wizards. It was Maro and oh Sonido yeah, yeah. When and they just... did the announcement stream. It looked like they were being forced at gunpoint to say nice things about the product if, and to beg people to buy it. It was a hostage video. Yeah, like go back and watch it. I, I realize like you're not gonna think that in your head thinking back at the video, but go back and watch it. Yeah, imagine that they have uh, Maro's child on like a closed circuit camera, and yeah. whenever he says something they don't like, the water level just raises a little bit the tank. No, 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 no! Please, please buy it. It is it's the greatest product. There's, there, there's more. There's more. You can't play them anywhere. Yeah. What else could there they're be? They're not legal. They don't have magic packs. It's fine. They're, they're not gold bordered. They're proxies, but they're not. Uh, yeah. Um. So, yeah, so I think there's Magic 30, Runaway, like, best best in show, worst product, right? Okay. And then we, then we have second place. Okay, so what is second place? So some options for second place. These, these are all things I added because everyone else just put Magic 30, and we're like, duh. Um, I forgot that this was this year until I was listening to some, like, year-in review stuff from other people. Mm-hmm. In a shred double feature, we were pra- uh, promised a like curated draft environment of the two Innistrad sets with a cool uh, art treatment, and it was, hey, what happened if our printers had no color in their t- in their uh, in their print drums, and uh, it's the entire both entire sets, no cohesion, no attempt to like take some cards from the two sets to make new draft archetypes, no. It is just both sets smashed together, and we were like, no color. Um, I actually kind of like this product. Oh, you did? I did, yeah. So, like, I the thing that got me was, right, like, art treatment aside, art treatment is fine, not really for me, but whatever, was, like, when they first announced it, and this might go back to Magic PR, but this is Magic PR from, like, a year ago. Um right is, like, they've done such a bad job of, like, managing expectations for products. I heard this uh, somewhere as well. But I agree, like, Commander Legends Baldur's Gate was, uh, I think it was from, I I heard this on uh, uh, Goldfish, right? Made you think of the Commander Legends that had all these cool Commander reprints, and then they just didn't do that. And they talked up Double Feature as, like, oh, like, select cards from the two sets. And it was, like, 
Yeah, we just didn't put in all the basics. Yeah. And those are the cards we selected to not put in. So technically, mm-hmm. we didn't lie to you. Mm-hmm. But we wanted it to sound like you were going to get like a cool draft environment where it was actually probably a garbage draft environment. Yeah. No, I understand that part of it. And I mean, I was let down by that part of it as well. I wish it was more of a curated thing. Um, but I think the cards are pretty. And yeah. I know people were dunking on the product for, you know, just somebody putting a Photoshop filter on the art and not even doing it correctly. But like, I, I kind of dug the way they, they looked. I liked the, uh, I liked the borders that were blacked out with like mm-hmm. the streaks of color. I, I don't know. I, I thought it was a cool product. That's fine. It's fine. That's why there's two of us making these decisions. Yep. During the, as we were talking, I added Commander Legends Alchemy Baldur's Gate. Oh, yeah. Which, oh. Yeah, which gave yeah, us yeah, a that's good. six-sided cards with scroll bars. Yeah. And... Uh, our foray into hey, there's this card in paper. We're gonna give it a very similar name, have the same art, and have it do something completely, totally different on Arena. Yeah, right. Like so, just this like weird like. Yeah, we're assuming there's no crossover between paper players and Arena players, so we're just gonna do like random, like whatever, stuff and like the success, like just. And it was like the thing we, the only thing we got in the summer for Arena. So right. it was like Streets of New Capenna drafts for like literal ever. Mm-hmm. A if, if Streets of New Capenna, Capenna was Dominaria, maybe we could have slid with like only of four months of Dominaria drafts. Right. Right. But instead it was like a not fun draft environment. That we were stuck with forever, so we could have Commander's Legends Alchemy Baldur's Gate. And they wanted this to be the thing that you did on Arena, but it was so awful, no one yep. wanted to do it. Do you know how to change between the different specializations or whatever? Um it's is it what card color card you discard? No, 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 no I meant like on arena. No, like, you know, I actually know how to do it. Like, no, you know how to look at the specializations. No, because I lost a game trying to figure out like what a card did because I couldn't figure out how to look at the other modes of the card. Uh, they mentioned that on LR that uh, that uh, LSV lost the game because he would have played differently had he known that like his opponent had like an off color splash to get like the drain specialization on the one creature. And I'm like, yeah, no idea how you would like do that. Yeah, I interacted with it out. I interacted with this set zero, yeah. and I've basically interacted with like every offering on Arena on some level. Mm-hmm. And this one, like, I just actively was like, no, no. I am not doing this. Yep. Um, and then Unfinity for the weird like mixing of legal and not legal cards and the acorn stuff kind of working and kind of not working. Right. And apparently there are printing issues where some versions of cards got the acorn foil and shouldn't have. Well, some versions got no stamp. Yeah. So you didn't know if it was acorn or not because there was no stamp. Um, and like, you know, the fact that like, uh, Comet, the space dog or whatever, is like 
seen some play in Legacy. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know, it just was a, a product that, again, Mara reading a hostage video of, like, and we, for people that, like, are, you know, are, are just worried about draft, like, these cards will be legal, legal in eternal formats. Stop. Just, yeah. just stop. Please stop. Right, like, like, is basically, we need to figure out a way to shove them into Commander, mm-hmm. and if we break Legacy, no one cares anyway. Yeah. If we break Commander, no one cares. There was a post on Reddit, I forget if it was today or over the weekend or when it was, uh, but somebody was asking Morrow on his blog about Unfinity and like how well it did or whatever, and the response that they got was, it depends what metrics you're judging the set by, because by most metrics, it did not do as well as Unstable, but it sold more. Hmm. And I thought that was interesting. Like, what metrics are you measuring this set by where you don't think it was a success, even though it sold more? Well, if, like, they do the, like, magic, you know, if they do the surveys and, like, what did you think about Infinity? I hated yeah. it, I hated it, I hated it. But then, like, maybe more stores cracked packs because they had, like... Well, the the, the reason he said it sold more is because there's just more players now than there has yeah. ever been. I mean, I again, I have my whole box of attractions. Yep. Just in case. <laughs> just in case. Um. Yeah, but I think for. So, what do you think of? Can you think of anything else, or did like Magic Thirty just block out the sun so totally? I honestly, I didn't even think of including arena only products. Oh. I probably would have wrote down Commander Legends Alchemy Baldur's Gate. We did it. If I had thought that I could include arena products. So we I think will, that is the winner. In the in the worst product, not Magic Thirty Edition. We right. will we will email the arena team one six sided digital golden chat. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Perfect. Um Best mechanic of the year, ice water. Yes, you're cheating. Um, <laughs> so, uh, absent posterior went with ninjutsu. Okay, I mean a classic. Like mm-hmm. it, it puts tension in it's the game. It it's fun and it puts tension in the game where you usually don't have it. Right, yeah. like when you don't block, you know how much damage you're taking. Mm-hmm. And but then it could be anything. Right. Right? You, oh, you didn't block? Oh, is this going to be a 5-5 five, five common that smashes you for 6 or for 5? <laughs> it depends is, if you're playing against me or not, because I think I was the only person that thought that card was good. Um, is Are you going to, like, is your opponent going to, like, draw a card? Right? Like, what's going to happen? You never know. Yep. Um, flipped Sagas? Mm-hmm. Um, like, it was a new twist on Saga. It was really powerful because it was, like, you were getting creatures kind of on layaway. Right. So, like, it's not like the usual saga, right? You get a thing, you get a thing, you get a thing, it goes away. Mm-hmm. This is you get a thing, you get a thing, and then the thing you get at the end is, like, an actual piece of cardboard that stays around that is, like, for the most part, was fairly costed on the front end. Yeah. Like, you could think of it as, like, the backside creature was just, like, had suspend. Yep. 
but you got paid on the front. Uh, you got paid when you when you suspended it. Yep. And like, how good was that payment? Right. But yeah, like it was a really fun a mechanic. mechanic. Notice the first two were out of Kamigawa. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that. Uh, to keep the Kamigawa streak alive, uh, I put down channel. Mm-hmm. I like as channel. like a, a new way to make split cards, mm-hmm. right? Like on one hand, right? Like, well, channel's kind of like a combination of cycling and split cards, right? Kind of. I was saying like most of them just played like split cards, right? You could like just um, right, like the 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 big bear guy, the green guy that lets you go get a forest for two and a green. Yeah. Right, like two and a green sorcery, get a get a forest and put it on the battlefield tapped. Like playable ish mm-hmm. card. Right? Um so basically it was like do you like it just turned that card into like split card like bad cultivate Colossal Dreadmaw. Colossal Dreadmaw. And, you know, the um the samurai guy, the white one, it was like Mm-hmm. Uh, two mana gain to get a planes yep. or four four right so it was just kind of like a split card where like the the spell was an uncounterable instant mm-hmm. um, so like it was unique in that way but it was just like a new way to make split cards yeah I don't think we can use cycling cycling wasn't this year was yeah. it um, was it? I don't think. I feel like we had cycling, didn't did we not? Um. Oh, there was cycling in the triumph in the in the not oh, yeah. triumph triumphs. Yep. I don't think that. Well, cycling is like a god tier mechanic. I don't think we had <laughs> enough cycling cards to, to just like mechanic get, for this year. Yeah. To, Justify giving it the mechanic of the year. Yeah. Um, it's also now deciduous. Okay. This so I don't think more. you can... Yeah, I don't think you can call it, like... I guess we didn't specify what kind of mechanic. I vote for flying. <laughs> <laughs> um, then, like, domain is just, like, fun. Like, the mechanics that, like, pay you off for playing lands... Yeah. And like it uh it does give like an extra wrinkle to draft. Mm-hmm. Where you have no, this the main deck. Good. Um I also like channel. Um I kind of thought reconfigure was fun too. It was kind of an interesting twist mm-hmm. on like equipments. Um and something else to think about. And then I also liked Blitz mm-hmm. from Streets. I thought that was kind of a fun mechanic that incentivizes combat and i i'm always down for incentivizing combat um and then from brothers war i liked unearth and prototype um i think unearth is just a good mechanic yeah letting you get value out of your graveyard and i thought prototype was a cool a cool twist on yeah like again another way to do a split card but yeah well we're in like icoria they were like we're gonna give you let you cycle away your giant thing. Mm-hmm. This they were like, well, you play your giant thing as a little thing, right? So you can actually like use this card. You're not stuck with like a bunch of nine drops in your hand. Yeah. Um. 
What I like about prototype is like, I don't know, it just feels weird in paper. The it has tracking issues. Yeah, for sure. Yep. It's like, oh yeah, it, it looks totally the same thing you don't like about Ledger Shredder. Yes. Yes, I understand that we apparently no longer play Paper Magic, but yep. imagining in a world where we did, yep. I don't like it. Uh, I don't like these. I think Blitz is fine. Like, Blitz does have the, like, problem of, like, well, I guess it's really only Tenacious Underdog, where it's, like, you're playing, like, a card, like, the mm -hmm. same card over and over again. Yeah, repetitive. Yeah, and it's like, oh, that, that kind of sucks. But, like, it's only that one card that has that repetitive gameplay because none of the rest of them, you get the blitz from your graveyard. Right. Um, so what? which one do you want to give as the best mechanic? Um, not cycling because I think that's cheating. Yes. Sorry, Icewater. Flip Sagas, maybe? Yeah, like... They were probably the most powerful and, like, the most unique. That's what I was going to say, is that they're so different than... And I guess even they are a play on something that already exists, but it seems like everything else on the list is just a play on something that already exists. Yeah. So, we'll say Flip they're, Sagas. Yeah, Flip Sagas it is. All right. Now we move on to the worst mechanic. Uh this <laughs> this is interesting. So um, we have uh, initiative. Yes. Which I think we have already talked up and down about initiative. Yes. We have enlist, which I guess uh, was, it didn't really do anything. Yeah, it just did nothing. Even yeah. like in limited, it did nothing. Yeah, it was just like, blah. like there were a few times where you're just like, oh, I know I, you know I don't have good blocks. But for the most part, it was like, yuck, this yeah. isn't doing anything. And it was, like, super inelegant. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, you know, enlist a creature that could have attacked this turn but didn't. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, that's... It had awkward templating. Yeah, it's it was, just were... blah. Yeah, not great. I and then we to... have uh, a mechanic that, that was so bad it returned from 2020 to come back on the 2022 list. Companion ice water. <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> ice water ice water like looked at icoria was like they cycle and they have companions that's where i'm going that's where i'm getting I my stuff them. from i hate i, I, hate I love cycling hate companions <laughs> um and then coven wasn't this year coven? well yeah i guess you're right thank you it wasn't double feature uh, it wasn't double feature yeah, yeah, yeah kind of <laughs> i guess yeah that doesn't count and like shield counters were kind of weird yeah. Like, strangely... Oh, sorry. Strangely powerful. Uh, Like, not great and limited. Like, not fun and limited. Well, like, so they're strangely powerful, but also, like, not particularly playable. Yes. Right, like... And, like, I don't think that's a good place for a mechanic to be. Yeah. Yeah, like, they didn't see any constructed play. Yeah. But, like, in limited, they were just, like, overbearing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, yeah, it was just a uh, mechanic. I think it has to be initiative, but, like, enlist and shield counters were also pretty bad. Yeah. But, like... Yeah, we can go with initiative here. None of those got, like, <laughs> banned out of popper. Right. Uh, 
Um, and uh, if you want ice water, maybe in future years we could name this uh, the Companion Award. <laughs> uh, oh Companion man, Wizards! Award. I just realized Wizards like went through and made that whole like um, like app for Magic, and they called it the Companion app. <laughs> and it's just like a Loris and a Urion looking at you, just like, yeah, here I am. <laughs> you can never get away from me. Um, so, oh gosh, I thought I went and looked up the name of that. Um, so, what was the most confusing card? Um, so, we had the entire set of Infinity. As a nomination. I mean, any card that has a picture of two movie tickets on it, it's just kind of yeah. weird. Pretty confusing. I agree. That set was very confusing. Everything about it was confusing. Yes. Unfortunately, a set is not a card, so I don't think it can win win the award here. I went with Epic Confrontation just because, like, I have lost multiple games to not remembering that it is an instant. Or, sorry, to not remembering it's a sorcery. Because I feel yeah. like we printed an instant that is ex- the exact same card like two sets before. Yeah. I also don't know if this can win this award, though. Because Just because I'm an idiot was... does not make it confusing. Right. And it was also a reprint. Was it? Yeah. Was an epic confrontation bear punch from cons? It may have been. Now I feel really bad. It was bear punch. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, man. Sorry, didn't, didn't mean to make you feel dumb there. Oh, man, it was Pear Punch. Gosh. Okay. Um, invoke. Then we had a, yeah, Invoke yeah. Despair. Ice Water nominated Invoke Despair. I mean. I agree, it's kind of confusing. It's not templated super elegantly. No. No. And then. I added all of the big red things because I never have any idea what they do when somebody resolves them against me. Uh, over the top? That is one of them, yes. Uh, so over the top. Each player reveals a number of cards from the top of their library equal to the number of non-land permanents they control. Puts mm-hmm. uh, all permanent cards they revealed this way onto the battlefield and puts the rest into their graveyard. Yeah. So do you know that every time this card is resolved in a game that I'm participating in, even if I cast it, I got a there's a couple historic deck or historic brawl decks that I play this in. But every time this card resolves, I expect it to be a board wipe and then do the thing. It's just a surprise in every time. Times and, yeah. Every single time I'm like, oh yeah, all these things are gonna go away and it's gonna be all new things. It'll this, be cool. This and is not warp no, world. Just, it's just all all just new things. It's and not glimpse of tomorrow or warp world. It's just yeah. Yeah. It's like you like you feel like you should shuffle them all in. Yeah. It's like something should happen to them. They shouldn't still be on the board. But yet here they are. Here they are. <laughs> Killing us. Yeah. Um so all of the big red things. All of the big red things. What's the other one? Chaos Transformation? Yeah, isn't it like the same card? Uh, hmm. I think it's very similar. Uh, we got 
I mean, I don't know what the name of the card is. Because I did not find it. But yeah, like with like Karn and friends being mm-hmm. sucked into something for like six mana. Yeah. I don't think I can have a scryfall search of like Karn and friends <laughs> on the art. No, I mean, you can probably look up like six CMC or greater red standard. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you can like three cards. One of them's over the top. Six, we're going to say greater than or equal to six. Search for these options. Chaotic transformation. There you go. Yeah. Like, why would you have both of those cards in standard at the same time when they do very similar things? Yeah. Um, Arcane Bombardment. Oh, yeah. That was another. This year, though, right? Oh, it's Streets of New oh, Cabana. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, I could say I could see it going to over the top, since it does something different than every card like this. Yeah, over the top. Over Confusing. the top. We got there. Yeah. Um. From most confusing to wordiest. <laughs> um. Just actual Thor. Um. I don't know if this is the card that they meant because okay. it was. Uh, well, no, no, no. It was. Where's it at? I don't know that big red six mana unplayable sorcery power crept from 10 mana f- a few years ago. Oh. And I thought that was cha- chaotic transformation. Okay. So that was my guess. And it was chaotic transformation. I'm not 100% sure that that is what they meant. But that's what I think it is. And uh, since I have it up. <clears throat> uh, a chaotic transformation five and a red exile up to one target artifact up to one target creature up to one target enchantment up to one target planeswalker and or up to one target land for each permanent exiled this way its controller reveals cards on top of their library until they reveal a card that shares a card type and puts it on puts that card onto the battlefield then shuffles. That's a lot of words. That is a lot of words. Its type yeah. is significantly smaller than Arcane Bombardment. Okay. And then over the top, um, uh, I do believe that uh, Chaotic Transformation, its text is smaller than over the top's text. Chaotic transformation wins then, unless you yeah. got one that's uh, wordier. I'm trying to think of like some of the double face cards, but that's kind of cheating. Oh uh, yeah, that's kind of cheating. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I actually tried to Google wordiest magic card of 2022, but I couldn't like get a good uh a good response. Um, were the old border planeswalkers this year? I think they did a set of those where they had like the old templating. Because they are very wordy. They are. I don't think secret layers count, though. Oh, okay. That's yeah, not that transformation it is, then. There we go. We did it. Yep. You can turn your golden shad into something worse. <laughs> All right. Maybe it's just another golden shad. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Which is one less can of beans. That's right. Best limited format. Absent said DMU. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, uh, he had a 
a couple votes for Kamigawa. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, actually, just th- a horse said uh, double masters, which I didn't get to draft, and he said he would have drafted more, except for it cost too many dollar dues. Yeah. Which, like, I totally understand dollar dues. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then, bro sealed. Which I, I guess don't I think haven't I played any bro sealed. Yeah, I, say, I haven't bro sealed at all. Ice water, like I, I have no frame of reference. I am yeah. sorry. Um, and then um, Kamigawa again. My vote was like DMU, but I know that a lot of people loved Kamigawa draft. I like Kamigawa better than DMU. Fair. So we could go, we could go DMU. I'm sorry, we could go Kamigawa. That well, sounds I mean, reasonable. that splits it though. That's two votes each. That's two votes DMU and two votes Kamigawa. Well, I say like I will, I will go Kamigawa. Like oh, okay. I, I'm willing to make that 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 move. We can go Kamigawa. Okay. I think Kamigawa that, it is then. The consensus from the Magic people I have seen is that Kamigawa was first, then DMU. Yeah. Then Bro, and then Streets of New Capenna. I mean, that's pretty good, though, to have uh, two limited environments that good in a year. Yeah. That typically doesn't happen. So, best build around in draft. I drafted a lot, and there's just nothing that, like, comes to mind. Right? There's nothing that I was like, oh, I was so excited to open fill-in-the-blank card. Like inspiring overseer. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I don't know what the card was, and I was like super excited. Uh, we had two people pick rares, so which is I, weird because I, I don't really consider rares a draft build around. Yeah. Uh, so ice water went with shieldred, which mm-hmm. like yeah, you just like keep them alive, and yep. good things happen. And then academy lore master is interesting from just actually horror. So that is um, uh, the blue, blue, two, three, that Howling Minds, but if you draw an extra card, all your spells cost two more. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you get one of those, you just draft a, you just take a bunch of uh, instants. Yeah. And so you can draw extra cards and not pay the tax. Yeah. So that's, like, an interesting thing. I, I'm trying to think about, like, what decks... What about the... Um... The wall that made birds in DMU. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Wingmate Chaplain. Yeah. Yeah, like that is probably the absolute best build around in the whole form and in, in the whole year. Like mm-hmm. that card was just absurd. So yeah, maybe Wingmate Wingmantle Chaplain is maybe the the best build around for the year. Yeah, I didn't. Win- I don't think like i really played enough limited to have like a favorite build around yeah um, but i know that i built around that a couple times so yeah so let's wing mantle chaplain i think that is like like a card that you would get relatively frequently and yep. that you would um like you could build around and the fact that you had the wall that wouldn't got other walls yeah that helped a lot right so like one or two of those could be like four or five of them yep so 
So enjoy your golden Chad wing mantle chaplain. Yeah. Make a bird out of it. Yeah, make turn into a bird. <laughs> I don't think the golden Chad can attack. He can only like trip people in the dark. So throw Red Bull at Morrow. Exactly. Exactly. It's dehydrated Red Red Bull that he makes Morrow snort. Right. Yeah. Just Mar- Red Bull concentrate. <laughs> whoa! 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 How about? Unsmurfity. Please buy Magic 30. Yeah. Please, Please buy, buy Magic, Magic 30. 30. They have my children. Please. <laughs> Please buy Magic 30, man. Come on, man. Oh, man. Yeah, pl- Please buy our next set, Unsmurfity. It's an unset <laughs> with the Smurfs. Uh, unsmurfing. There we go. Unsmurfing. It's very unsmurfing of you. Yeah. There you go. And somehow Brainy Smurf is like not Acorn and the most powerful card ever. <laughs> oh, okay. Hear me out. What if for Unsmurfing, it was a mono blue set? <laughs> only blue cards. Only blue cards. Or it was a tribal set, but only the Smurfs were the only tribe and they were only in blue. <laughs> So, like, all the other cards cared about a different aspect of Smurf. Exactly. <laughs> but the so blue... you had to be blue and something? Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, the the uh, blue, blue, red, since their enemy... Red is the Gargamel color? Yeah. I think black would be the Gargamel color. Oh, yeah, black. But then blue, black aren't enemy colors. But I guess well, you could have I mean, like Gar- Gargamel could be like you know, have to start if your upkeep you sacrifices you have Smurf. To have blue and every other color. You can't have allied or enemy. It has to be like blue red, blue white, blue green, blue black. Oh yeah, yeah. you only have four color pairs. Yeah, you only have four blue. color pairs because every color pair cares about Smurfs. So you yeah. gotta have the Smurfs. So it's like blue black would be Gargamel, mm-hmm. and then like blue red would be. Asriel? I don't know. Everybody trying to get with Smurf at? Well, I was... Uh, uh, so there's a Karn, uh, Sion of Urza. Um, yeah. Smurf at uh, Sion of Gargamel. <laughs> Maybe that's a blue-red card. Yeah. There we go. Why aren't we set designers? This is brilliant. Like... <laughs> Hasbro, get on the phone. That's a word to describe this is brilliant. Get on the phone. Let's let's license some Smurfs. What did they... The Smurfs farmed something, didn't they? No. They lived in mushroom houses. I don't think they farmed. So maybe blue-green is... They care about the mushroom houses. Yeah. I thought they farmed... I thought they grew something. Oh, gosh. Maybe it was just mushrooms. That was a uh, long time ago, man. And then we could we could also have like the snorks. Oh yeah, for mono blue, it could be the Smurfs and the snorks. Yeah. So it's five color pairs. Yeah. It's blue, 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 white, blue, red, blue, green, blue, black. Uh. There was a farmer Smurf, but if I uh. Like, did the Smurfs farm? Uh, I'm not getting any any hits from that. All right. 
Maybe uh, I was just thinking of the mushrooms then. Yeah. Uh, although, wait, there are other crop. They had flower boxes, magic shrubs, and palm tree crops. But I don't remember that being a big part of the show. Or is this like a video game? Oh, this is like the Stardew Valley of Smurfs. Never mind. Oh, yeah, no. Boo. Uh, there, there we go. So call us. We have a great unset for you. <laughs> or at least the start of one. Yeah, I mean. And instead of acorns, they're, uh, they're mu- mushrooms. Mushroom, mushroom houses? Or no, no, they're Smurf hats. Oh, sure. Well, that's very close to a mushroom, though. Fair. <laughs> very <Yeah>. true. <laughs> very true. All right, we have awarded our golden chads of the year, bro. Bro. Bro, I got so many beans this year. The most beans we've ever got, bro. That's right. Almost a billion of them. Yeah. But then we gave away a billion gold. That's not cool. Not cool. That's not cool. That's not how you make money, giving away gold. That's right. Uh, So, with all of this smurfing good fun, I think we have a show. We have a show. So if you would like to reach out to us on social media, uh, let us know what some of your favorite things were. Uh, t- give us ideas of things to talk about. We are coming out of the no um, no magic news time. But mm-hmm. if you have some things you want to talk about, like these are good times to get those kind of things in. All those yeah. links are in the description. Yep. If you're looking to support the show, there's a couple ways you can do it. The first is our TCG player affiliate link at tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com. Follow that link. Make your purchases on TCG player. Help support the show. Everybody wins. The second way is our Patreon, patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg. Patrons get access to our show notes. They get access to our pre-show. And you get put on my mailing list for when I have swag. So head on over there and chip a couple bucks in. We'd really appreciate it. All right. So with that, we'll catch you on the internets. We'll catch you on the internets. <laughs> <laughs>